next guest explores how her business took a $1 million hit, what she did to stay strong and bounce back even more powerful than before. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking With Terry. Welcome back to Talking With Terry. We were having powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And today's special guest that we have with us, you are going to be delighted and awed, I'm sure, about her journey. I have Susan Frew with us today. Now, as a daughter of a carpenter and a wife of a master plumber, Susan Susan used her business coaching experience, having coached over 10,000 hours, 18 different trades, and 150 companies to grow sunshine plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. 535 percent folks in one year okay and she made the elusive inc 5000 list in 2019 along with 43 other awards and accolades i am so excited okay that's not all. She's a former international GM and AT&T wireless. Uh, she's an instructor for the SBA's National Emerging Leaders Program, radio, <clears throat> excuse me, radio host for a coaching, just, not just for sports, on ESP Radio in Denver. And after a break to focus on Sunshine's growth, Susan has returned to her roots as a business coach, professional speaker, and MC. Now travels around the U.S. delivering keynotes and trainings to conventions and encourages audiences, audiences and clients to go on the skinny branches. Oh, I'm excited to hear more about that. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Terry. I'm so excited to be here. And congratulations on all your success with the podcast. It's fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, for folks that do not know you yet, they get this opportunity to get to know you more today. What? Bring us up to speed. How did you, how did you come to be where you're at today? Well, I was business coaching. When I came back from my international assignment with AT&T, I bought a business coaching franchise and I was living in Breckenridge and I ended up meeting my husband through a really funny kind of long story. But anyway, we didn't really hit it off in the beginning. And then in 2012, we got married. But, uh, you know, I was coaching during the recession in a resort town. So that really wasn't working out for me. So I made my way back down to Denver. And when we got married, we started Sunshine Plumbing, Heating, Air in the Denver metro market up against 950 competitors. So our only way to get any leverage and to beat out our competition was to deliver like mind-blowing customer service. And we really catered to a female audience. Um, Most of our clients are women and still are. And that's sort of our way of in the market. We're woman-owned and we care about our women clients. I love it. Okay. And now you've, you, you, are you pausing on that for a little bit? I mean, you're, I mean, obviously you still own the business now, but you're still getting out there and you're still doing more coaching and speaking, correct? I am. So what happened though, is I was speaking a lot and I was traveling almost every single week. I was doing a lot of conventions and uh, speaking outside the state. And I had a great uh, team behind me. I had a great employee that took on more and more and more 
responsibilities, wanted more tasks. Like it was great for me. It was a business owner's dream. But what had turned out had happened is uh, I had made a very bad hire. I didn't realize it for a long time and it cost us a significant amount of money, almost a million dollars. And uh, wow. we have used the last 18 months to dig ourselves out of that. We've done a complete turnaround, but we did almost lose the company 18 months ago. So uh, it's wow. been a fun ride. And, and that is, Terry, why I feel like I must go back to coaching. This is sort of a calling for me that I need to go and help people not to let this happen to them. Because if it can happen to me, who's coached 10,000 hours, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. So what was that process? I mean, I always talk, you know, I, I, a lot of the high performing women that I have on the show, um, we talk a lot about, you know, you know, the, the mindset, the, the challenges, the things that we've had to overcome to create that success. Now you had success, you, you know, we, you had a little dip, right. And now you're going to, you know, you're going to kill it again. But what was that time like? I mean, you know, during that time for you. Well, it was a huge growth experience because first of all, I needed to get really humble and really fast. And I needed to say, you know what, if I lose this business or if we move out of our big 5,000 square foot building on the highway with the lighted sign, it's okay. And yeah. I had to get over what anyone else thought of me, what they said, what they were surmising, whatever it was. I just had to push all of that aside and the paramount importance to keeping my employees that were loyal to us employed and keeping the business rolling and taking care of the thousands of customers that we had in our database, many of which were my friends. And I just felt this tremendous obligation that I had to keep the company going because I'd be letting down so many people who had trusted me. And, you know, I got very humble. I got very vulnerable. I became uh, very transparent with everyone in my company. And we did lose 10 employees during this time over the course of this year and, or that year. And, yeah. you know, we've rebounded and we've hired back almost all but one employee and we have one open truck and that's all. So it, it's been a wild ride, but it certainly put me in a different headspace for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, um, you know, you, you mentioned about, you know, being completely vulnerable and open yourself up and, you know, you know, you even, you even talked about, you know, having, you know, what, what other people would think of you and setting that aside. Now that is not an easy feat to do. Like that is not as not easy. So how did you find yourself? You know, it's one thing saying, okay, we're having a difficult time. I don't care what anyone thinks. We're just going to like push this over there, but that's really hard to put into practice. So what were you, what, what was that time like for you? And what did you find yourself doing to really help support you in that? Well, one of the things that I did, and this may sound to some people a little silly, is, you know, I've always been a person who is involved in fitness in one way or another. I, you know, I ski raced back in the day, mountain bike race, and not very well because I've had 17 broken bones and 10 concussions. So like, you know, I, I'm not as good at sports, but I, I, you know, it doesn't you stop to be. Me going big. <laughs> That's but, the ongoing joke with my husband and I as well. Like, we, like, he's like, if we go skiing, he's like, we're going to end up in the ER. Like, most of the times that I have gone skiing, I've ended up in the ER. I'm like, I had to, it's just, it's, 
we just don't ski enough. The odds are against us. <laughs> we skied you more, know. maybe the odds would be better. <laughs> but so I just really took fitness as as a new tool, if you will, to manage the stress. I was under tremendous stress. And I have this little tracker on my bed that tells you how well you slept and it goes from zero to a hundred. I was sleeping at 11 for oh, heavens. Time. 11. So not sleeping at all, basically. So I just started working out and I would go every single morning and that would be like my accomplishment. So no matter what happened for the rest of the day, like I had that done and it just gave me a lot more focus. And the focus was this is I needed to take care of those customers that were in my database and those people who were my friends and who had trusted us. And also what was happening and touching on the vulnerability again, I had all these speaking engagements to talk about how great our company was and how fast we grew. Yeah. And I'm standing on stages talking about this and I would get off stage and Terry, I would physically go and get sick because I couldn't tell that story another time. I, I yeah. couldn't. And then I couldn't tell the next part of the story without crying. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as a keynoter yourself, like usually the meeting planner doesn't want the keynote to be breaking down in hysterics while on stage in front of their members. So just a little weird thing that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So were you, be, were you able to be transparent on stage? Because I mean, that's like the, the ultimate vulnerability test, right? Like being completely transparent and being like, okay, yes. And here's what's happening. Well, you know, I'm not Brene Brown. She does this so much better than any of the rest of us. Yes, she's like the, uh, we all strive. Exactly. She has set the bar. And even her, like she, you know, we'll have her on the show at one point. So Brene, you know, but even her, like, I think she's been vulnerable about that, about that as well. You know, like we all make mistakes and we're all, you know, on this growth journey. Well, some, uh, a speaker friend of mine said it like this, you know, you can't tell your story while you're in the middle of your story. Yeah. And that was it, right? So I needed to pause and mm. I needed to recollect myself and I needed to get through what I needed to get through here at the shop and rework my whole entire company and go back to my coaching roots. I mean, I coached 150 companies through the recession. Like I kind of knew what to do, right? Yeah. It's just that it's really hard to coach yourself. So I just tried to get out of myself and ask, honestly, what advice would you give to somebody else? And so we started rebuilding the company and this year to date, we have paid back $439,000 of debt. We, wow. One of the big issues with this embezzlement slash bad hire, bad, bad management is we owe the IRS a lot of money that I did not know about. I found out by a certified letter on a Saturday morning. So the good news is that I, we hired some very expensive and really good attorneys and we have offers and compromise in the system. And this all should be behind us by early next year or so. Oh, yay. So now my new story that I speak oh. about, and it's helping so many more people, is called Leading Through the Rain. Yeah. on how do you lead your team through a crisis like this and get to the other side. And, and that is my mission now. It really is. That's my why. 
Yeah. And I think it's even, I mean, if we, you know, broaden this a bit, right? Like, I mean, obviously you're, we're talking about this on the backdrop of COVID, which has required us all to, to pivot and to look at our businesses in a different way. And, and yes, that was prior to COVID, but you know, there's a lot of businesses right now that this, uh, this applies to this, right? This applies to how do you take a huge beating, if you will, in the, you know, business arena. And then how do you come back from that? And how do you come back even stronger than you were before? So, I mean, so what would you share? What would you, what would be a, 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 what do I want to say? A tool a strategy for people right now that are experiencing, you know, kind of a new transition with their business? Well, one thing that we did that really helped us so much is we got super lean. So I moved out of this beautiful building on the highway with the light sign, all that stuff, big ego, big ego building. And we moved into the offices. We moved into my house and we, we moved our shop into another shop, which has actually been a blessing on a lot of fronts. Now with COVID, we all kind of quarantined together here at the house. My office folks love coming here. It's super comfortable. We have dogs. I cook. Like it is just like a big family environment here. And then at our shop, everything fit perfectly. And it was in a better location actually for traffic. And it's just working out so much better. So if you need to get lean, that's my advice, people. If you need to get lean, you need to set your ego aside. If you if you can't afford the big building, get out. Whatever you need to do to keep your people paid and keep your customers satisfied, the people that you have you know, groomed over the last how many years, yeah. that's what you need to do. Your people need to be first and your customers right there. Oh, I have to agree with you 1000%. Like, and, it, and you're right. Like we can do more with a business. We can have bigger impact in the world if we have a business, but if we are not, if, if we're a sinking ship and we're not wait, making the choices to turn that ship around, then, you know, we're not able to serve in a bigger way. So. Yes, absolutely. And something else I did, um, I, I got very involved with Profit First and I started doing Profit First in my business and I loved it so much that I went on to take their course and I take my final exam next week uh, and I will be full-fledged um, certified Profit First coach. And there's very few of us in Colorado, so I'm really excited about that. And But that helped us exponentially. Even if I could only put away 1%, I, you know, I have a little bit of a stash and now my sleep pattern is in the eighties or nineties every single night. I love it. I love yeah. it. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. And so how can people find, um, how can people find you and connect with you? And maybe if their business is struggling and they need to, you know, take a look at, you know, you know, what that business looks like in the next, you know, six months, a year, like how can yeah. they reach out and connect with you? You can email me at Susan at SusanCoaches.com. Super easy. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me anywhere on the internet. Susan Frew, F-R-E-W. You'll find a lot of things out, different ways to reach out to me. LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook pages, Twitter, Instagram, whatever way you like to reach out, I will be on the other side of that. And I'm happy to help. Even if you just need to tell me your story, I am happy to just sit and listen. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for being on here. And um, I, everyone, please reach over, you know, I'll put her information in the show notes. So reach out to her and connect um, however you see fit. And just thank you, Susan. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate it. Great connecting with you. And uh, congratulations again on the show. Thank you. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Wow, an incredible story of perseverance when your world has been turned upside down. And I would say it's a very timely conversation given the backdrop of what businesses across the globe are experiencing in this pandemic. It's time to dig deep. We got this.